Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Ksenia. And we're the co-founders of Leone, a virtual skincare consultancy designed to help you understand your skin and what products to buy. This is our podcast, The Skin Interview, bringing you open, honest conversations around the noisy skincare industry. Want the lowdown on current skincare hot topics and key products to look out for? Each week, we interview industry brand authorities, personalities, and some of our go-to skin gurus covering the topics that really matter. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Skin Interview. Welcome back. And today we have a super interesting episode for you, even though the weather is going to be super rainy for the next, I think, week, which is a bit depressing. But for me, Max, it's great because I don't have the, I don't experience the super heated weather, which makes me like a bit dizzy. But I had the chance to interview Ava Matthews, founder of Ultraviolet. Um, so I'm sure you you saw Ultraviolet is a bit everywhere right now on the Netta Porter, on Space NK, etc. They have like amazing uh, SPF formulation. Um, and we talked everything about the next gen sunscreen. So how basically we are moving, you know, from we're moving from the old sticky, smelly texture to sunscreen that actually, you know, works perfectly on the skin. It doesn't feel at all like a sunscreen. Uh, so next gen sunscreen. Uh, and that was super interesting, Max. Uh, we had a, a great conversation. We also shared some tips about what's the best way to protect your skin, how to reapply sunscreen also throughout the day. So I think it's going to be super relevant. Yeah, it is super relevant. I mean, I just remember like when I was younger and my mom would be at the pool and she would be just lathering me in this thick sunscreen and I hated it. And then we would have to wait to get in the pool and it was like this whole thing. But now, and I think that many people probably, that's what they associate sunscreen with. And that's why a lot of people and a lot of our clients don't want to wear it every day because they have this like horrible memory of that. Like I want to get in the pool right now and I'm all sticky and gross, but no longer is that the case. Like it's, it's, there's beautiful formulations. Now, what are your favorite SPF products? Just out of curiosity, obviously we'll talk about the ultraviolet later, but do you have any favorites? Mm, I personally love, uh, and I've been talking about this product for like six months, so I feel like I'm very like basic and not interesting. <laughs> it's the Skin Ingredients SPF, you know, because it's very light, it's a bit shimmery, it contains mineral sunscreen, which is great when you're pregnant because you don't want to use anything like chemical since your skin is sensitive and my skin is way more sensitive than usual. Um, so I feel it's it's just great right now and, and I'm really not looking forward to finishing it because apparently it's out of stock everywhere. So I'm, I actually need to do my research now and try to find it so I can oh keep it gosh. closer. No, yeah, I, you know, I still haven't tried that one yet, but I have heard so much. I feel like I know everything. Max, about I think it. you will love it. Really? Well, because mineral sunscreens as well for me, because I have um, rosacea and so some chemical SPFs can be really irritating and they give me like the little bumps. They like really make my rosacea flare up. And so for me, chemical as well, isn't the best. I do like a mineral too, but it just depends on the, honestly, it depends on that. Yeah. Like mineral chemical, you know, it depends what product you have, how it has it been really formulated. Is. And with ultraviolet, what was super interesting is that developed a range of products of different SPF all have like the same technology behind all have like a 50 SPF. Is 50 SPF except one product, which is 3D. And they all are uh, basically curated for one specific need. So if you have a sensitive skin, there's one sp- like product for you. If you have oily skin, there's another one. If you like, you know, having like a, a glowy type of feeling, you also have like the serum one, which I think you tried, not the ultraviolet. I love that one. I really love it. I, I think for, for me, that one, it's great. Like if you're wearing it under makeup, you know what I mean? 
like it's it just goes on super super well so that's an SPF that I'm using now and then I also am using the La Roche-Posay age correct so it's not their like Enthelios you know the one that you see the little tiny bottle it's like a very distinct bottle but it's their age correct and oh my gosh like I wore it all in Portugal like every single day and it's like a it's really like a moisturizer yeah I tried it too it was really great yeah so I'm rotating between those two and I think the ultraviolet that serum one is lighter so if I'm wearing like a full like you know face of makeup I think that one's much much nicer for me but then the La Roche-Posay if I'm just gonna put on a little mascara and cover up something it's nice yeah and the serum one you know it's interesting because during the conversation and i'm really looking forward to you to try it because i feel like it might have the same type of feeling that i get with the skin ingredients um but the serum one and all the products were designed to to be layerable so you know you can apply on top of your moisturizer and then you can like very without any concerns apply your makeup after and it's not gonna peel it's not gonna make your eyes watery so it's very interesting like the whole approach that they took of really incorporating and responding to any frustration that we had before with sunscreen? It's all the frustrations, the pilling, which we do have clients, you know, it's really difficult to know how just people's skin and like some, some people like they'll use a moisturizer and SPF totally fine, won't pill. Some people they use it and it pills. So it's really hard for us to know. It really does kind of just depend on your skin. And also I think the way that you're applying it and how much you're applying, et cetera, et cetera. Like we can't be in the bathroom with our, our clients doing it every day, you know, but, um, yeah, it's yeah, it doesn't pill. I can confirm. It does not pill with makeup <laughs> for me. <laughs> so we have some questions actually that people um sent in. So I think that we're just going to play the questions and then answer them. We're going to try to do this like ask the audience type type thing. So if you guys have any questions about the topics, just follow us on Instagram and you can you can submit your questions. Yeah, let's play the first one. Hi Leonie team. My name is Laurel and I have recently moved to Sweden where throughout the summer it is sunny and hot from about 5 a.m. up until about 10 p.m. So SPF is a must. If I put my SPF on first thing in the morning and then do the rest of my routine, put my makeup on, etc. Do I need to reapply throughout the day? And what are the best kinds of products to do that when you're wearing makeup? Thank you. We're actually answering this question in the podcast. Are you? Yes. We're telling different ways you can reapply sunscreen throughout the day. But the final conclusion was that sometimes spray and powders, SPF, they're great, but they sometimes don't provide the same type of efficiency that a moisturizer or SPF will provide you. And I don't know if you saw also this TikTok video or someone apply sunscreen with a sponge. And when you apply with a sponge during the day, you're not ruining your makeup. Like it's kind of works. So I have to try. So that's a good tip. Okay. Interesting. Like a damp beauty blender, like you would apply your yeah, yeah, yeah. And you apply your sunscreen with it and then you put a powder on top. Okay. I feel like you're really going to have to clean that sponge. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. I think, I think my, my personal opinion, I'm interested to see what you guys say in the podcast as well, but I think my personal opinion would be that if you, you really need to apply a good base layer in the morning and then you should top up throughout the day. And if there's some really nice ones, I mean, Laurache would say and Bioderm have some really nice little, um, you know, kind of sprays that you can put on top that that won't ruin your makeup if you're if you're worried about it but reapplication is essential oh yes it is essential absolutely essential so i think that's the probably the powders i worry about a little bit i just feel like they're not as effective but there's some great great sprays out there so i would say that's the best way to reapply and you can carry them in your bag Sinia always has her spf in her bag always 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 
Bummer. Because I have freckles and my skin is super sensitive to the sun. Have you seen my freckle on my lid, Meg? Yeah. I have my appointment with my dermatologist in Geneva. I'm going to check everything. I have my appointment next week to get my moles checked, actually, in, um, in Texas. I've had three moles removed, guys. You must get your moles checked. Um, I had precancer on my leg, which is scary. And this is one key thing, Meg, because sometimes it happens also on the leg and not on the face, on the arms, like, you know, they usually say can happen anywhere. So that's why it's very important to check them. Should I play the next question? Next question. This is fun. I like this. Hello. So my question is, how do you get your friends to wear SPF? And actually enough, I'm a huge SPF advocate. And I think that's the thing I struggle with the most because no matter what you say to your friends, if they don't want to wear it or if they don't want to wear enough, they won't. So do you have any tips on that? Thanks. Uh, that's what we struggle with clients um oh my gosh it's the story of my life and this is fanny fanny is um, an influencer too on instagram she has amazing content too she's amazing fanny i love her but she's she is an spf advocate and i will say so i think one little tip i i would say is that people think that they can't get tan um when they're wearing spf which is just not true and people also are really concerned about their vitamin D, okay? Like so concerned. And they're like, well, I'm not going to get – this is always their argument. Well, I want to get tan. I look healthier with a tan. And it's like, okay, you're still going to get tan because if you think of sunscreen, like the blinds in your room, you know, you put them down, there's still light coming through, right? So, I mean, you're still getting vitamin D exposure and you're also – but you also get vitamin D exposure from the top of your head, from other parts of your body. I mean, honestly, like – the vitamin D and the the tan thing, I just don't have any time for it. I'm like, you guys protect yourself, please. I'm like, you'll thank me in 20 years. So call me then and tell me about it. I was about to say is that many people that have this argument are people that are quite young, doesn't have any type of pigmentation issues, don't have any aging side issues yet. So for them, it doesn't make sense to apply sunscreen because you see when they get a tan, they look healthy and their skin is like very nice, etc. And the thing is, the sun is causing 97% of aging signs, of premature aging signs. So your skin age way more faster with the sun. And so I would motivate them by saying that if they don't protect their skin now and they're not preventing the effect of UV on their skin, in five or six years or 10 years, when they're going to start to have pigmentation, lines, wrinkles, and even a change in texture of the skin, because it happens too, there's nothing they can do. There's nothing they can do and they will even need three times more products or treatments to get rid of everything and get rid. It's a big word. Get rid, some yeah. of the stuff you, you just can't kind of rid. hide it a little bit. It's exactly. still there. But it's still there. And for someone who applies sunscreen every single day and is being careful and, you know, you still get a ton from it. So I went on holidays. I was, I'm wearing 50 SPF every single day from like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. I don't go in the sun. I still get a ton, you know. Like it's yeah. still happening. You looked very fresh. Thank you. No, I'm not <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> but it's true. And you're we're constantly, I mean, we were in in Portugal, you know, with Harold. We're like, do you have your SPF on? You know, it's just so it's so funny because people do want to get a tan and you want to look healthy and every, I mean, I get it, right? But like there's amazing fake tan out there now. So, you know, go get some. And also it's just really not worth your skin health. Like your skin health, it's very important. And so um I just think that the the reward of having a little bronze for a couple of weeks is, is not worth the, the long-term damage um, to your skin. So keep on, keep on fighting the good fight, Fanny. We're here for you. 
we support your uh, SPF advocacy and yeah, we, we feel you at dinner. It's always, this is always a question at dinner parties. Should I be wearing SPF? Yep, you should. <laughs> Every day. Every day, all day, even when it's cloudy. Yeah, those are our questions. Yeah, keep an eye out. You can submit any questions that you have um, via Instagram, but I'm really excited, Xenia, for this for this podcast. Yeah, you'll see it's super interesting. And thank you so much, guys, and, and have fun listening. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to message us. So hi, everyone. I'm Xenia, the co-founder of Lyonne, and welcome to our podcast, The Skin Interview. Uh, today, I'm very excited to be joined by Ava Matthews, founder of the brand uh, Ultraviolet, the one that we're seeing right now everywhere. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Ava, for taking the time. Um, we really feel to have you here. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And we are going to talk about how next-gen sunscreen is revolutionizing, in my opinion, the most essential step in our skincare regime, SPF. So sunscreen has gained so much attention in recent years, and there has been even been some controversies surrounding the topic. Uh, but it's now considered essential that we all use SPF in our daily skincare regime as it helps to protect our largest organ, the skin, against damaging UV light to prevent aging and, of course, skin cancer, the most important thing. Uh, many of us recall using SPF when we were growing up as something that we could dread having to put on because of the thick texture and distinct smell. But now with increasing innovation in the segment of the skincare industry, there is no longer an excuse to skip your SPF because of its smell or thick texture. And nowadays, there are some incredible brands out there that have listened to our sunscreen's frustrations and developed some amazing formulation that not only protect our skin efficiently against UV rays, but also addresses your skin needs and personal product preferences. One of these brands, Paving the Way, Ultra Violets. So I hope that after this podcast, you will forget about sticky, smelly sunscreen and the association of summer and SPF and integrate it in your day-to-day -day routine. Um, so Ava, I think it would be amazing if you could just introduce a little bit about yourself and also talk a little bit about your brand, Ultra Violet. It would be amazing to hear. Thank you. I mean, you, I think you sold sunscreen for everyday use for me. I don't have to do that much work. But my name is Ava. I'm one of the co-founders of Ultraviolet. And I'm coming to you from Melbourne, Australia, where our brand was founded um, and all of our products are made. We're kind of now almost two and a half years old, Ultraviolet. But uh, she's actually been in the works for, you know, almost five years. Um, well, a few years prior to us launching. So she's been around in my head for about five years and my business partner and co-founder Beck and I met working for a beauty retailer where we kind of identified a bit of a gap about uh, a wardrobe of options for sunscreen and you know we didn't feel like there were many options available for people considering as you said it's the most important step you can put in you can use and the most important thing in your skincare routine um, so you know with that said we kind of saw that you know, while most major skincare brands had some sort of SPF, they didn't offer a wardrobe or, or a variety of options. So, you know, if your skin wasn't right for whatever the option, you know, whether it was Clinique or whatever, you SK2 or whatever it was you, that you used for your skincare, if your skin wasn't right for whatever they were offering, you kind of had to go elsewhere or do a hunt or the, it didn't actually exist and, you know, and, and the end result was left, was, you know, multiple SPF options that were kind of sticky and thick and made you break out, made you make up slide off your face, 
maybe, you know, made your skincare pill um, and just generally wasn't nice to use. So we kind of wanted to put sunscreen center stage where it definitely belongs and create a brand that was centered around sunscreen. And, you know, Australia is the hardest place in the world to get a SPF formulation passed because we uh, have the hottest sun and and we're exposed the most to UV. So we have the highest rates of skin cancer in the world. So we kind of felt that there, there was, you know, a place for an Australian SPF brand to go global. And that's kind of what we're doing now. Amazing. No, and I think you, you're completely right into something. You touched down into a very interesting subject is that most of the brands out there, like very big brands, they do have SPF, but they only will have, you know, a limited amount of it. So it will be very difficult for a customer to really find the formulation that's going to respond perfectly to their skin. And as we're going to speak after is, um, you know, depending on your skin type, your skin needs, your skin profile, there is a way that you can pick and choose as SPF the same way you would choose a, a serum, you know, because certain formulation will suit you better. Maybe someone needs more antioxidants, someone something that's more breathable. Um, so it's very interesting you touched that because that's that's exactly um, also, you know, the way we see it is that you need to really match, you know, one product for one specific skin. Otherwise, you're going to leave frustrated. And what happens when you're frustrated? You don't want to wear sunscreen. You don't want to wear it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of, I guess the MO for us was to create sunscreens that people actually wanted to wear every day because regardless of what's in it or what SPF rating it is, I mean, provided it's over 30, the, the best sunscreen you can use is the one that you want to wear every day that you, are, you find, you know, enjoyable to apply because, you know, you're not going to do something if you hate it. Exactly. And so I guess it would be it would be great to hear more about, um, you know, what's behind the, the incredible formulation that you have and the new technology that Ultraviolet is using and how you would say it's different from other market leaders. So we really talked about, you know, having a specific product for a specific skin needs. But more than that, is there anything else that makes, you know, the, the formulation um, unique? And also you said that it took five years, you know, to put the brand out there. So it would be great to, uh, to hear more about that. Yeah, so we first of all, we formulated our SPFs with um, the most modern, innovative SPF filters that are available, which also means that they're more expensive. These filters aren't available in the US, um, unfortunately for them and for us, <laughs> but they're, they're approved in Europe, Australia, Asia, and they just make for a nicer feeling SPF. That means that you can reduce the overall chemical load, so you're actually putting less on your face and is there suited even the most um, you know sensitive skin so there's that benefit which is the SPF filter side of things the second uh, thing of all is we've tried to infuse make everything as high SPF as possible so with the exception of one product they're all SPF 50 plus uh, the other thing that we've done with all of our formulations is test them extensively under makeup over skincare so you know any kind of routine that you that you can think of, they've been tested in, um, in context. So we really have considered feel, finish, and I guess cooperation with other ingredients. Um, in addition to that, we've kind of, we've, we call our product skin screen. So we've come, come at everything from a skincare point of view. We want them to obviously have the highest possible protection that they can, but they also need to kind of feel like skincare um, and whether that's kind of making them really soothing and hydrating or whether that's in, um, you know infusing them with super hydrating beautiful ingredients or antioxidants vitamin c um, we've done you know all of those things to make them feel 
and act like skincare. So it's not not only is it your highest possible uh, sun protection, but you're also it could also be something that you replace your moisturizer with because they are super hydrating and lovely feeling. We didn't want to, while sunscreen is definitely not one of those products that you kind of don't need. I think there's a couple of skincare products that perhaps, you know, people don't need, toners, mists, those kind of things. They're obviously lovely to use, but then, you know, maybe not providing a lot of benefit to the skin. SPF is absolutely something that you need to wear every day, but we've kind of wanted to make it even, you know, more powerful and and potentially even replace products. So we wanted all our sunscreens to act as primers as well. So you don't necessarily need to add another layer of something on top of it before your makeup if that's kind of what you choose. So there's a few things that make them special, but yeah, those are kind of the main ones. And also the other thing I guess is that we've really considered texture and finish. Not everyone wants to be super hydrated. People want more of a matte finish. So we've really kind of considered that when building out the range and that's something that we are definitely um, kind of not not finished with yet and there's definitely, you know, formulations out there that we, we haven't made yet but we're working on them. Perfect. That's super interest interesting. I love the um, skin screen uh, definition and I think it's, it's incredible the way you tested it because it's true that, you know, many clients that we have during a consultation, many of them find it very difficult, like you mentioned, to have products that cooperate well together, especially when you finish with a sunscreen. And then if you want to apply, you know, foundation or anything on top, um, sometimes it, it doesn't layer well. Um, so it's true that it, it's so it's so difficult sometimes, you know, to find the right formulation. And on top of that, to make sure that the formulation really uh, will cooperate well with other products, which is very interesting. Um, and yes, and I completely agree, SPF is the most important step in any skincare regime. And we, I think we say this maybe every week, but it's it's true. It's like the most important thing. And also, you know, it's the number one cause for premature aging is due to sun damage, 97% of it. Um, so not only for protection, it's also, um, you know, a step essential to prevent any other signs you might get, you know, later on in your life. So that's why it's important to use it. From day one i mean i think that's definitely the angle we come at it from as well you know not everyone is going to get skin cancer or melanoma but everyone will age <laughs> and it is inevitable inevitable and i think it's about doing the most to keep your skin as healthy as you can because that's where you see you can protect from things like pigmentation sagging fine lines and when you did the testing so to see exactly how it would work with other products uh, what were the common issues, you know, that occur or that you got from different feedbacks when using sunscreen and makeup? Um, for example, you know, peeling, et cetera, like anything that you, you noticed? So I guess the most common thing that we found is that, you know, it would get in people's eyes, make their eyes water and then make their, their mascara kind of smudge. Another one was peeling or rolling, you know, underneath foundation. Separating was another big one. So like causing kind of separation on the skin. So your foundations would start to separate over time due to oils. They were kind of the main ones, um, but it's definitely something that kind of prevented people from wearing SPF every day. So it's definitely something that we wanted to address. Completely. Now, like I said, it's like the number one thing that discourages people to use sunscreen is if it doesn't feel great on their skin, if it doesn't layer well. That's why it's very important to assess that. I would love to hear also um, about how you are also speaking to the next generation, because 
on your social media, on your website. I personally love the language that you have. I think it's very cool, very, you know, on it. And um, you're really encouraging the use of SPF. So do you, like, is it something that, again, is, is in the core of your brand? Like, is it for you important, you know, to uh, encourage even younger generation? Absolutely. I mean, I think we grew up, well, I, did, I was kind of encouraged to wear sunscreen, but definitely not every day. I think definitely the younger generation are a lot savvier with skincare and overall well-being and health. I also think, you know, coming at it from a vanity point of view is probably going to hit harder for a lot of young people. You know, you're seeing, we're seeing the generation that were raised with Kylie Jenner and seeing her fillers and looking at filters online, um, filled Instagram filters and different kinds of things like that. So I think they're definitely image conscious and not that we're trying to like use insecurities to sell to them, but I think it's something that you're like, you know, if you start wearing sunscreen every day, you may not need to have Botox. Or if it's something you do want to do, you might be able to delay it by five years and therefore save yourself a lot of money or 10 years or whatever. So it's kind of, I think it's kind of trying to get them into more of a habit um, and not that kind of generally like, and taking care of themselves from a skincare point of view and not necessarily like a quick fix, like, oh, I can just get Botox and fill up. Yeah, of course you can, absolutely, absolutely. But prevention is better than cure. And I think also coming at, um, I think like when I was growing up, sunscreen felt very like preachy, felt very sciencey, felt very cancer and fear mongery. I think we're kind of trying to take the fear out of um, SVF messaging and kind of absolutely like you should be wearing it every day, but we don't want to like scare people or make people anxious. There's enough stuff in this world to be anxious about. So we're definitely not trying to, um, I guess, kind of bash people with an SVF message. I think it's kind of like relatable, funny. And you're going to get more people that way. Mm -hmm. And it is relatable because the thing is, the brand that you have since the core of it is sunscreen. You know, you're you're still following the same language and the same uh, indication that even the most experienced experts, you know, in the skincare industry recommends to everyone. So, you know, all these messages about, you know, how, like you said, you can prevent and delay certain premature aging signs. um, It goes hand in hand with, you know, what's been said for the past I think 20 years by doctors, et cetera, dermatologists. Um, so it is a very strong message. And I think it, it, you know, it's, it makes completely sense. It's not like if it was fluffy or, you know, based on, on something, not that didn't make sense. Sometimes you see some marketing claims that really don't, um, don't mean anything. And scaring, I agree. Like, I think that, you know, finding the right tone of voice to motivate someone, but at the same time, not scare them is key just to ensure, you know, that you find the right balance and that they understand and they're motivated, but they're not like too scared of using it or too scared of what can happen. Amazing. Um, so I think we can transition to the products. Uh, so I would love you to speak about the hero products that you have at Ultraviolet. So again, um, it's the first time I see uh, an entire range, you know, of only SPF uh, products, which is amazing. I would love to speak about first the Queen Screen SPF 50 Serum. Can you tell us more about this product? Yeah, so that's definitely our bestseller and it's definitely what's... um. I guess it's it's been the one that's um, definitely hooked everyone's attention, especially uh, with our launch in the UK. So it feels like a serum. It's definitely like kind of runny, that viscosity, like a you know the viscosity of a milky kind of serum. Um, it has shimmer. It has a bit of like a leaves definitely a great glow on the skin, 
and it's really lightweight and has no white cast. So it's great for all skin tones, which was really important to us. This is kind of the number one option for people who love a bit of a glow. It is hydrating as well. So if you're kind of oily or you don't like a glowy, luminous finish, it's probably not the best option for you. Um, and I think people kind of see a lot of stuff in the news about it or read influencers and content creators uh, and see them talking about it on Instagram and TikTok or whatever and think, oh, I have to get this one. But it isn't necessarily for you if you are a bit oily or you don't like a glowy finish. So that is definitely our number one um, selling product and it's my favourite uh because it's just so easy like i don't know it just kind of it makes makeup look really beautiful it kind of makes and even if you're not wearing makeup it makes your skin look fresh and you look really kind of rested and and gorgeous and glowy but yeah it's kind of uh the one that people kind of absolutely love um and really die hard for so it's um a really beautiful formulation and, and definitely for those who don't like a thick, thicker feeling sunscreen or they've kind of been burnt in the past by like gluggy, thick things. And it definitely does feel more like a serum than an SPF. Yeah, amazing. And I think the fact that, you know, it has a bit of this glowing touch in it, um, you know, for anyone who doesn't like the casting feeling or the white feeling that sunscreen can give you because, you know, sometimes you apply it and then you're like, oh, you need to apply foundation, but it doesn't mix well, etc. I guess it makes it makes sense to have something that has a little bit of shimmer just to ensure that it really blends well with, you, with your makeup after. And then we have also the Clean Screen SPF 30 Weightless Gel. So this is a product that we recommend a lot for our clients uh, at Lyon because um, it's super light. You know, it's perfect for anyone who wants to layer it with a moisturizer even, um, depending on their skin, and it feels extremely light on the skin. Can you, can you talk more about this product? Yeah, so this one's great for people with acne or kind of combination skin because it genuinely feels like nothing. It kind of almost has like a weightless gel, watery kind of finish, I guess. It's a partial physical and um, uh, or pas partial mineral chemical. So it is also great for people with um, skin sensitivities. So it, it kind of is, yeah, as you said, it's it's not super mattifying, but it's also not super glowy. So if you're kind of on the oilier side or you don't like and you like prefer more of a matte finish, it's probably an option for you. I like using this one in winter when the UV rays aren't as strong and or if I'm kind of having a bit of an eczema outbreak or my skin feels a bit like sensitive. Um, I love that one, but it does, yeah, it does feel like a it's a very jelly kind of watery kind of consistency. So it, it is great for people. It doesn't feel like sunscreen at all and it has zero fragrance. So that's the other reason why it's good for people with sensitive skin. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, because it's so important. You know, when you have sunscreen on, it's, it's already quite a potent. We tend to forget that it's quite a strong product that you apply on your skin. So it's very important to select, you know, formulation that are, I don't want to say the word clean, but, you know, that doesn't contain anything that your skin doesn't need. Um, because that way you make sure, you know, that your skin, uh, like you said, especially if you have a sensitive skin is not overreacting or not, you know, triggered by any of the ingredients. So it's very important to go towards those type of formulation and between the serum and the whitelist gel, do they have, they have all of your products have the same technology behind in terms of UA protection, right? Yep. Broad spectrum. Yeah. Broad spectrum. But, uh, the serum is 50 plus and, and plain screens 30. 
But as long as you're kind of applying consistently, you're okay with the 30 as long as you're kind of reapplying and being a bit more fastidious with it. But, you know, as I said, any sun before, you know, the best sunscreen is the one you want to wear and, and any sunscreen is better than no sunscreen. So if you're kind of a sunscreen novice and you don't like the feeling of sunscreen on your face or you don't like the idea of wearing it, it's a kind of good um, baby step towards yeah imagine for those people that you know i think we have a, a bit of this issue also not issue but you know we notice this with our clients is that most of them will be very religious by applying sunscreen in the morning so what they do the full skincare regime apply it but then of course throughout the day you know if you have makeup on or if you have something yeah, it's else hard to reapply exactly you don't really you're like you don't really want to reapply like do you have any recommendation like some tips, you know, on how to reapply sunscreen efficiently and not, you know, ruin your your makeup. makeup or... Yeah, we've got a couple of things on our Instagram if you if you know if anyone wants to go and have a look. But um, applying over the top of foundation with a beauty sponge, a um, harder one, can often be really helpful. And it means that you know maybe you're not reapply, you don't have to reapply your foundation. You can just maybe put some more bronzer or some blush over the top, so you're not having to do your whole face again. So that's probably the easiest way to reapply during the day. Or, you know, there are spray options, but I, the ones I found tend to have a lot of alcohol in them, which can sting people's eyes or move makeup. Um, and the powders aren't necessarily super effective. So I think, you know, the best way to make sure you're being protected is to reapply if you're not, if you don't want to take off all of your makeup is to reapply with a sponge. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny you mentioned that because I saw this video on TikTok of someone who showed, you know, different ways of reapplying um, sunscreen on the skin and she was using a sponge and I thought it was so smart because then it doesn't like just goes straight into your skin. And then, like you said, with a little bit of bronzer or powder, yeah. that it just sets everything up. Much easier yeah. to reapply bronzer or blush or whatever rather than doing your whole face. Exactly. And would you recommend for anyone, so for example, here in London today, just to give you an idea, <laughs> it's 30 degrees, it's going to get very hot, it's very sunny. So in that case, would you um, reapply sunscreen every two hours, you would recommend? You know, if you're sitting in an office, not near a window, I probably wouldn't reapply every two hours. But, you know, um, that might be a little excessive, but you know, if you're sitting, you know, working from your balcony or working from your backyard and you don't, you know, you kind of don't really, you, you're in direct sunlight or you're gardening for a few hours. And yes, I would definitely recommend applying every two hours. Um, but if you're kind of like, you know, you get up, you do your makeup, your skincare, I would put your skin, your SPF on then, then say, you know, you go out for your lunch break at work. I'd probably reapply before your lunch. And then if you leave work at four or five, uh, I'd probably reapply again before you, if you're going out for drinks in the beer garden, if it's a nice sunny day, you know, if you're going to sit in a park, you know, have wine with your friends or something, I definitely, I definitely recommend reapplying. Every time, basically, yeah, after two hours, if you exceeded two hours and you know you're going to be outside in 10 minutes, we would recommend to reapply the the sunscreen too, just to make sure that the protection has enough time, you know, to sit on the skin and then you can go outside and you can just enjoy, like you said, your wine in the park with your friends if you want to. Talking about the Sheen Screen Lip Balm. So I'm super happy to see those type of products, you know, in brands because I feel like the lip area is something that everyone is missing. 
Um, and unfortunately, my camera is not working now. So you would see like how many freckles I have <laughs> on my skin. But I do have also some on the lips. So I need to be very careful, you know, and, and apply something that makes sure that it's protected. So I think that, you know, we um, we still don't really know how important it is to protect your lips, your ears, for example. So it's an amazing product. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah, we love the lip balm. People in the in the UK are loving it, actually. And it's something that you should be using, like you use your sunscreen for your face so every day too, because that's also, a, you know, an area you want to protect. Absolutely. And lips, you know, lips stick out. So they're more um, prone to melanomas than other er- other areas of the face. Exactly. And is there anything specific in this formulation, like in terms of how it can be applied on the lips? Um, I'm sure you know that it's very safe, etc. I feel like... Maybe, you know, some people would be a bit reluctant in using sunscreen directly on the on the lips. No, you know, it's all being tested by, you know, the um, European safe, Drug and Safety and also the Australian TGA. So there's absolutely nothing that's, yeah, there's nothing to be worried about with your lips. And, as you know, it's a really comforting formula. It's got lots of lanolin and shea butter and um, so it feels really nice to apply. Yeah, so it shouldn't be an excuse, guys. You should be using Lip SPF too every single day. That's right. Perfect. And um, Eva, I would love to know because your brand, you know, was uh, created in Australia and you have like the hottest sun there. So do you have any tips on how to keep skin some safe, something that you've learned since you were little, any type of recommendation you can give to really make sure that above using sunscreen, you're also protecting efficiently your skin? Yeah. I mean, look, a sunscreen is just one line of defense, I guess. Like it's a great line of defense and it's obviously, you know, should be something you wear as a part of your skincare routine every day. But, you know, if you're going to be out in the sun for extended periods, you should definitely be, you know, wearing things like a hat, sun, sunglasses, um, you know, protective clothing. If you're we obviously are advised not to do things like sunbaking in Australia just because our skin, uh, it's not conditioned to be out in the sun, in, you know, in the, the harsh sun in Australia for that long. Um, you know, there's incidental sun exposure like going for coffees or take, take something to the post office, for example, where you're getting, you know, little bits of exposure. But sunscreen is, is one line of defence. So you should also be, um, you know, you should have kind of a, a wardrobe of um sunscreens but kind of other things that you include in your sun protection arsenal because you know it's not the only thing that is protecting you from the sun you know your clothes can also do that too hats things like that so I think if you're just being smart and sensible about sun exposure um, you're wearing sunscreen every day you're reapplying if you're out you know you're not spending you know long periods of time in the sun you're not sunbaking, you're not going to tanning beds, which are illegal in Australia, um, by the way. Um, you know, I think it's, you know, it's not, it's not something to be scary or, you know, something, as I said, a source of anxiety. So, you know, I think just be smart about it. Completely. And also making sure that you really protect everything on your skin. So not only your face area, but really your neck, your decolleton, even hands. Yeah, your hands, super absolutely. Essential. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Your hands get, you know, they're often in the sun a lot when you're driving, you know, and they're the first part of the body to age and show aging. So they're very important to keep protected as well. Mm -hmm. Completely. Amazing. Thank you so much, Ava. Is there anything exciting coming up with Ultraviolet that you want to, you know? um... Uh, Yeah, we're launching tinted 
sunscreen, which I think the UK and Europe will have early next year, TBC. So that's really exciting for us. Um, and it's another uh, method you can use to reapply because you can reapply with your tinted SPF as a kind of um, foundation product. So that's really beautiful. And I'm so excited for that to launch. Yes, that's going to be amazing. I love tinted sunscreen because it's just like all in one and then you don't have to do anything. You just apply a bit of bronzer and that's it. You're Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. It's a beautiful formulation too. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Eva. It was great speaking to you and getting to know more about ultraviolet. Uh, again, really love the skin screen and I encourage anyone who wants to learn more about the brand uh, to look at your website. You know, the tone of voice is amazing. I really love it. And also on Instagram, because you just said that, you know, you were sharing some tips and tricks on how to apply sunscreen. So um, I think it would be amazing for anyone to um, to have a look at it now, especially because the temperature is is just getting crazy here in Europe. <laughs> and Eva, what's the best way to to reach Ultraviolet if they have any questions about certain products? Uh, just DM us on Instagram, so at Ultraviolet AU. Someone will absolutely get back to you ASAP. We're checking that all the time. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, I hope it was insightful and that you learned more about, you know, next-gen sunscreen and now feel a bit more motivated to uh, actually protect your skin every single day because, as you saw, it's extremely important. Uh, Megs, is there anything that you anything that you like? Yeah, I mean, I just think that the tone of voice, and, you know, we talked about with Fanny's question earlier in, in, you know, the beginning of the podcast about trying to convince your friends to wear SPF. I think that the way that this brand is speaking to people it really like hits home and it helps people to understand the importance. And also, yeah, I think it's just speaking to that next generation that maybe is like, oh, but I look, you know, healthier with a tan. Do I really need to wear this? And um, it's very raw to the point. And they've definitely, I think, highlighted the things that people don't like about skin, about skincare, about SPF and, you know, have kind of corrected them. So really exciting, amazing what they're, what they're doing. And I think it's, it's really important, important message to be sending to wear SPF and protect your skin. Completely. And the way that she also, you know, like all the tone of voice was designed in the sense that they want to motivate people and really like try to, like you say, attract younger generation and try to basically make them understand that it's important to protect their skin, but at the same time, they don't want to scare them either, you know? So it's so nice to see like this type of motivational type of speech and not the one that sometimes you get, you know, for, from, I, I, every time I see my dermatologist, I just want to like cry after my, uh, my appointment because it's like, yeah, you like, you really shouldn't be in the sun. You should be doing that, that, that. And it's so scary, you know, and I, I'm doing all the things that he's saying, but it's just like, when you hear it, then you're like, oh my God, skin cancer, da, na, na, na. so it's like super stressful. So it's important to to find the right line, the right balance in the tone of voice to motivate you enough, but not to scare you too much. Exactly. And I think it's it's really important. And I just want to highlight again, since we were talking about SPF and mentioned skin cancer, um, please go get your moles checked. So this is your, your friendly reminder. If you've never gotten your moles checked, it's not scary. It takes just a second. And um, it's it's super important because you never know. So and very reassuring to too. It's very reassuring as well. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Xenia, it was amazing. Really happy that we were able to get her on the podcast. So go try out Ultraviolet, guys. It's awesome. Bye, guys. Bye.